Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Hotline. If you are obsessive-compulsive, press 1 repeatedly. If you are codependent, ask someone to press 2 for you. If you have multiple personalities, press 3, 4, 5, and 6. If you are paranoid, we know what you are and what you want. Stay on the line and we'll trace your call. If you're delusional, press 7 and your call will be transferred to the mothership. If you are schizophrenic, listen carefully and a small voice will tell you which number to press. If you are depressive, it doesn't matter which number you press, no... Hey, enjoy today's show. Uh, I featuring Kenny DeGroot. Kenneth DeGroot is a real hero of mine who helped me out. When my son passed away, he took me out of the house and kept me away while they were coming to pick him up. And um, you know, I do things for him around the house. Uh, I take him to doctor's appointments, and uh, he's got some interesting stories. If you listen carefully and closely, you can hear. He talks about his uh, business with his dad, the hydro seeding, which is. Uh, spraying for grass and things like that coming out of a big hose and you know the green stuff you've probably seen it out in the roads but they're pretty much the ones who started it kenny's a good man enjoy the show and it's uh we officially call him coffee kenny because every once in a while on our shows you hear kenny laughing and you hear him say a cup of coffee and stuff like that but he's funny all right peace love you bye He did that half a dozen times. Disabling the tires? Yeah. You know, I heard a cop was sitting at the JP's office. He was in the JP's office in a back street. JP, Justice of Peace? Yeah. Okay. And uh, like in a dark street with no lights or nothing. Yeah. So you just go up there and have a pop, pop the fucking valve cord. Sometimes that is tires. Yeah. <laughs> that half a dozen times. Tell me that hat story again. He, he beat the piss out of Cooper White. He couldn't stand Cooper White. Mark beat the piss out of Cooper White. Yeah, that was one of the Newtown cops. That was about when, what year, you say? That was back in, back in the 70s. 70s, yeah. So what, what made him knock off the policeman's hat off his head? Just he's getting, getting in. a tussle with the cop. Yeah, yeah. Dad jumped in his car and he couldn't go nowhere. There all four flat tires. That's funny. <laughs> He did that half a dozen times. Disabling the tires? Yeah. You know, I heard a cop was sitting at the JP's office. He was in the JP's office in a back street. The JP, Justice of Peace? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, in a, like in a dark street with no lights or nothing. Yeah. So you just go up there and have a pop the fucking valve cord. Sometimes that is tires. Yeah. <laughs> That half a dozen times. Tell me that hat story again. He, he beat the piss out of Cooper White. He couldn't stand Cooper White. Mark beat the piss out of Cooper White. Yeah, that was one of the Newtown cops.
That was about when, what year you say? Back in back in the seventies. Seventies, yeah. So what what made him knock off the policeman's hat off his head? Just he's getting, getting a tussle with the cop. Yeah, yeah. He used to go up and go in his parking lot just to, just to get in a fight with the cop because they knew they were gonna call the cops. <laughs> oh, sooner or later, right. Somebody, somebody came in there a Corvette. Yeah. Top down, sitting in the parlor. Okay. Mark jumped in the driver's seat. Took his shit on the driver's seat. What? Crap, <laughs> took his, pulled his and shit on the driver's seat. What the hell? And jumped out of the car and went on his way. That is not <laughs> good. <laughs> Was that his, like, uh... His ammo to Newtown. Newtown and somebody with a with a cool car. Hey, one one time the cops were looking for him. Yeah. And they, he he ran into the laundromat. Okay. And climbed one of the fucking big wall dryers. <laughs> yeah. He hid from the cops and in one of the fucking dryers. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got the real big door on him. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, cops couldn't find him. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me the cops found them and put it on the spitter. No. <laughs> so this guy was a troublemaker. Yeah, yeah, he liked to get in trouble. Of course he did. His name is Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, I don't get I'm a good boy. <clears throat> what else? Oh, he used to get in trouble all the time with the cops. Mm-hmm. The cops love love fucking with him too. Yeah. Except for Cooper White. Cooper White, you know, he's got his ass kicked every time he fought with him. Cooper, poor Cooper White. <laughs> <laughs> what was he like, Barney Fife? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Like Barney Fife. There was only one cop in Newtown when I was a kid. Yeah. At first. Then they came up with Warden Almond Road, Cooper White. Definitely small town when you knew the cops' names. Yeah. And we used to fuck with them all the time. Mm hmm. Delinquents. Mm hmm. <laughs> See a cop come down the road and there's a big fucking tractor tire. The sand thing for kids laying in somebody's yard. And an old tractor we, tire in the yard to play in. Yeah, we, yeah it's for the kids to play in, but we, yeah. we picked it up and uh, we knew the cop was coming down the street. We rolled it out in front of his car and he come down the street. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> big fucking tractor tire. <laughs> <laughs> You are a terror on two feet, brother. <laughs> I bet you were the strong, quiet one. I said, no, you better not do that. No. <laughs> no. Now, come to mischief, I was, I was really involved with it somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah. 
Mischief Night. Any good Mischief Night stories? <laughs> no, I didn't do too much. Just grabbing toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> mischief Night and fucking. But in Newtown, I was always getting in trouble there, too. Underage drinking blinds. Yeah, drinking will get you into trouble. Own it. I had a friend of mine had a gas station up in Langhorn. Texaco station? Mm-hmm. And there's a bar right next to it. And that... They had a, a walk-in cooler. All right. Outside with cases of beer. Outside. It was outside. Yeah, with the walk-in. What was the well, walk-in? I was just asking for trouble. Never locked. <laughs> the door was wide open. We used to go out there at night. We loaded his fucking garage up with fucking beer, cases of beer. <laughs> I go over to sit over his house and drink all fucking day a weekend. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's funny. So, I, I don't understand that. But they never fucking got wind of it either. It gets me. Really? They're losing cases of beer left and right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And How about that? And this was about when? We'd have... Huh? About what year around? I mean, this was back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Early 70s. Literally one night. How much beer could you take? I mean, why? You know, you don't need that much, but what was the well, most? Yeah, we have, we do a sitting in the garage. It was, it was like a party, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> party room. So you bought enough to sit on and then to drink. And then, yeah. <laughs> It was all cold, too. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a little Texaco station out there. It was on 213. Going outside of Langhorn. Yeah, yeah. Goes from Langhorn out to, or from, like, say, Pendell. Yeah. Yeah, Langhorn out to uh, Peaceville. Yeah. 213. Yeah. A little tax station. We that was our party hangout on weekends. It's amazing. And then I got a license, and then my fucking car was a fucking booze cruising mobile. Booze cruise mobile. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> got a couple, couple six packs for to get served in most any fucking bar in Newtown. Right. About fourteen. You had a beard, though. I had a mustache. Mustache? Yeah. And you were like six foot three. Yeah, six foot two, I was. Yeah. I had to get served in We have a party and everybody, you can't even come to the party. I would walk down the street. There's a party to right close to the bar. I'd walk over to the fucking bar and Keep kids in fucking bartender see me coming about fifteen times in the night. You know? <laughs> I just fucking walk out. Uh -huh. Fifteen cool. times. Yeah, I remember. I remember we were Mary Clark's house. Alan Davis is growing. I wanted to wait for the female. Uh huh. Mary. She used to live right close to the bar. We used to go over there. And she'd make a spaghetti dinner. 
bunch of fucking drunks. She goes to Jeff Chapman's house. His mother has another party hanging out. His mother was an alcoholic, and all her fucking sons were. And go over there and drink all fucking days and week Sundays. Wow. Watch football and shit. And fucking drunks all laying all over the place. Kenny, when you think about that stuff and look back on it, what do you say to yourself? Do you say, wow, these were great times? Or do you say, man, I wish I didn't drink so much? Now I would. Now I would. Yeah. It caused me a lot of fucking $135 fine for drink, underage drinking. Yeah. Every fucking weekend. Like the old foil summer. My dad wouldn't go to bed until he got a he needed to get a call from the fucking township police. Wow. And they would sit up and watch Jack Parr and late night news these late night. Yeah. Jack Parr, Parr was the, the one before Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Carson, Jack yeah. Parr. But your dad he would, he would sit all sit up all night waiting for a call. Yeah. So the police he knows you're gonna pick me up somewhere. He's Under worried about again. you. And your dad was uh, a farmer. Yeah, truck driver. Truck farmer. driver. And then you guys worked together. Hydro seeding. Hydro seeding. Fucking. I, awesome. I was a family-run business too. My dad was. Dad started. I was part owner of it. That was relatively new back then. Then we started back in the. Sixteen sixty-five is when he bought his first machine. 1965. Wow, you were a youngin'. Yeah. We, you were not even 10 years old yet. Yeah, we're back. Here we go. He used to go up to the Goodness parking lot just to, just to get in a fight with fucking cops because they knew they were going to call the cops. <laughs> oh, sooner or later. Right. Somebody somebody came in there a Corvette. Yeah. Top down, sitting in the parking lot. Okay. Mark jumped in the driver's seat. Took his shit on the driver's seat. What? Crap took his <laughs> shit on the driver's seat. What the hell? And jumped out of the car and... When I was white. That is not <laughs> good. <laughs> was that his, like, uh... His ammo to Newtown. Newtown and somebody with a with a cool car. Hey, one, one time, cops were looking for him. Yeah? And they, he, he ran into the laundromat. Okay. And climbed in one of the fucking big old dryers. <laughs> yeah. And he ran from the cops in one of the fucking dryers. Because <laughs> they got the real big door on them. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked? Yeah, cops <laughs> couldn't find him. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me the cops found them and put it on the spitter. No. <laughs> so this guy was a troublemaker. Yeah, yeah, he liked to get in trouble. Of course he did. His name is Mark. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't get I'm a good boy. Mm. What else? 
Uh, he used to get in trouble all the time with the cops. <clears throat> the cops loved, loved fucking with him, too. Yeah. Except for Cooper White. Cooper White, you know, he got his ass kicked every time he fought with Cooper, Poor Cooper White. <laughs> <laughs> what was he, like Barney Fife? Yeah. <laughs> all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Like Barney Fife. <laughs> There was only one cop in Newtown when I was a kid. Yeah. At first. Then they came up with Warden Almond Road, Cooper White. Definitely small town when you knew the cops' names. Yeah. And we used to fuck with them all the time. Mm hmm. Delinquents. Mm hmm. <laughs> You see a cop coming down the road and there's a big fucking tractor tire. Is it a sand thing for kids laying in somebody's yard? And an old tractor tire in the yard to play in. Yeah, we, yeah it's for the kids to play in, but we, yeah. we picked it up and uh, we knew the cop was coming down the street. We rolled it out in front of his car as he <laughs> come down the street. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> big fucking tractor tire. <laughs> <laughs> You are a terror on two feet, brother. <laughs> I bet you were the strong, quiet one and said, no, you better not do that. No. <laughs> no. Now, come to mischief, I was, I was really involved with it somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah. Mischief night. Any good mischief night stories? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do too much. Just grabbing toilet paper. And yeah. Shit. <laughs> Mr. and fucking. But in Newtown, I was always getting in trouble there too. Underage drinking, blind. Yeah, drinking will get you into trouble. Own it. I had a friend of mine had to. Gas station up in Langhorn, Texaco station. Mm -hmm. And there's a bar right next to it. And uh, they had a, a walking core. All right. Outside with cases of beer. Outside. It was outside. Yeah, with the walking. What was the well, walking? I was just asking for trouble. Never locked. <laughs> the door was wide open. We used to go out there at night. He loaded his fucking garage up with fucking beer, cases of beer. <laughs> I go over to sit over his house and drink all fucking day a weekend. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's funny. So, I, I don't understand that. But they never fucking got wind of it either. It gets me. Really? They're losing cases of beer left and right. Uh huh. Yeah. How about that? And this was about when? We'd have, huh? About what year around? I mean, this was back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Early 70s. 
literally one night. How much beer could you take? I mean, why? You know, you don't need that much. But what was the well, most? We had, we had, we were sitting sit in the garage. It was, it was like a party, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> party room. So you bought enough to sit on and then to drink. And it, it, <laughs> it was all cold, too. Yeah. <laughs> And he had a little Texaco station out there. It was on 213. Going outside of Langhorn. Yeah, yeah. Goes from Langhorn out to, or from, like, say, Pendell. Yeah. Or, yeah, Langhorn out to uh, Peaceville. Yeah. 213. Yeah. He had a little Texaco station. We used to have our party hangout on weekends. It's amazing. And then I got a license, and then my fucking car was a fucking booze cruising mobile. Booze cruise mobile. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> got a couple, couple six packs. I used to get served in most any fucking bar in Newtown. Right. About fourteen. You had a beard though. I had a mustache. Mustache. Yeah. And you were like six foot three. Yeah, six foot two. I was. Yeah. I had to get served and we have a party and everybody, you can't even come to the party. I would walk down the street, most of the parties were right close to the bar. I'd walk over to the fucking bar and keep kids in the fucking bar that are me coming about 15 times in the night. You know? <laughs> I'd just fucking walk out. You know? 15 cool. times? Yeah, I remember. I remember we were Mary Clark's house. Alan Davis is growing and we're away from the female. Uh-huh. Mary. She used to live right close to the bar. We used to go over there and she would make a spaghetti dinner. A bunch of fucking drunks. She'd go to Jeff Chapman's house. His mother has another party hangout. His mother was an alcoholic and all her fucking sons were. And go over there and drink all fucking days and week Sundays. Wow. Watch football and shit. Drunk all Kenny, when you think about that stuff and look back on it, what do you say to yourself? Do you say, wow, these were great times, or do you say, man, I wish I didn't drink so much? Now I would. Now I would. Yeah. It caused me a lot of fucking huh. $135 hour fine for drink, underage drinking. Yeah. Every fucking weekend, like the whole fucking summer. My dad wouldn't go to bed until he got a, he needed to get a call from the fucking township police. Wow. My dad would sit up and watch Jack Parr in the late night news, these late night. Yeah, Jack Parr, Parr was the, the one before Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Carson, Jack yeah. Parr. But your dad. Yeah, he would sit, all, sit up all night waiting for a call. Yeah. Please, he knows you're gonna pick me up somewhere. He's Under worried about again. you. And your dad was uh, a farmer. Yeah, truck driver. Truck farmer. driver. And then you guys worked together. Hydro seeding. Hydro seeding. Fucking. I, awesome. I was a family-run business. There, my dad was. Dad started. I was part owner of it. That was relatively new back then. Then we started back in the. 60, is, uh, 65 is when he 
he bought his first machine. 1965. Wow, you were young and yeah, you were not even 10 years old yet. Really lonely. Got a little moisture on it. Once you put it down, see the mulch, the wood fiber holds the moisture in the seed. Yes. To get it to germinate. Yeah. All you need is a couple of sunny days and a little bit. And it comes moisture right up. On it, and it comes right up. Yeah. And it's probably a better blade. Stronger, because uh, the turf, you know, it's just it's growing on its own. Yeah, yeah. And it it could easily come up. Yeah. Yeah, hydro seeding was the way to go. We had uh, you had big contracts. We had, we had four crews running. Yeah, we had uh, peak uh, line gun. I don't know, we did pipelines, a couple pipelines. Uh, the Buckeye pipeline, we worked on that. We worked on that. Were they oil lines? Yeah. And they would stretch for miles and miles? Yeah, so they a they, 100 volt right away from uh, on the other side of Philadelphia. Mm hmm. Started there and went all the way to fucking uh, New Jersey. Uh, where they in New Jersey, they, they ran a pipe under the under the river. Huh. But I'm interested in the pipe that ran out outside. So that all along, you guys did the seating around the piping. Yeah, yeah. They cut a hundred foot right away. Yeah. And then they they would uh, dig a trench and put the big pipe. You know, they had all these. Uh, Steam fitter guys in there welding this pipe, great big, great big brown pipe. Yep. I mean, pipe was big enough around it. Yeah, I could stand up in it. That big? Yeah. Wow. That's a huge diameter pipe. Yeah. And they had a whole cruise of guys, and they had machines that would pick it up and set it in the hole. Yeah. And they, they would cover it over. Uh-huh. And everybody covered it over, and we had to seed. Okay, so this more, was... Underground, then. Okay. The pipe was underground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except for when it went through Delaware River. Well, Delaware River. And underneath, yeah. They did. They went through the water. Went yeah. under the water. But you guys had to wait till they were completed. Yeah. With this, with the dirt. Yeah, yeah. Over to, the pipe. Yeah, when, yeah, it'd be all covered over again. So then you'd come in with, with your truck. Level up. Yeah. And then they they always had a like a dirt roadway going alongside of it. Right, to access. Alongside of it. And for the power, the power P line. Mm -hmm. We did the telegraph line right down here. The, the power lines. Yeah, the big, the power have line. huge power lines. Yeah. We did that. And they go on for miles, and it's like a uh, it's like a valley. Well, not yeah, a valley. Where, but wherever they could, you can see. Uh, it's a huge path. Wherever you can see dirt from the, like, interstate highway or road. Yeah. Or a hillside or something. Right. Had to be seeded. And we were planting with the uh, alderberry bush. We did one up in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. That was one of the first jobs we did. Yeah. I mean, the fucking mountain was like straight up in the air. We had a dozer with a winch on it. I lowered my dad down over the edge of the fucking hill, mountain. The hydrocedar. Okay. And we, you know, you needed one man to operate it. Because all my dad could do to hold on to the fucking thing. It says straight up in the air. Yeah. And had a D9 with a winch on it. 
pull it up real slow as my dad was seeding it. As he as he went. And as it emptied out, we'd have a, I had two trucks running. Okay. And one's one's getting loaded while he's spraying one. Yeah. When that's empty, and pull them up the top, unhook the cables to the truck, put another one in front of it, and let the next, you know, next one. Right. And they were 2,500-gallon machines, too. Wow. I have 2,500-gallon hydrosiers. Sounds dangerous. Uh, my dad lost his leg on one. No. His right leg he lost up to Just below his knee? Just below his knee. He had his knee on his right leg. Yep. How did that happen? My mom bought them new pants, and they were a little long on them. Uh-huh. And uh, there's an auger with teeth on it. Yeah. And you put the wood fiber in it. Yeah. You would chop it up, and you, as you're filling the tank, and you're mixing it with water. Yep. And uh, the teeth on that one auger caught his pant leg, and his pants pulled his leg in, in the auger. Oh, Jesus. He was working down in uh, Maryland at the time. Peach, peach, peach bottom. Peach Bottom. Peach, Peach Bottom, Bottom, Maryland. Peach Bottom Nuclear Power Plant. Wow. That was a big fucking lake. And as you was neat because you set the pump up or a filling machine, you had to fill the machine with water. Yeah. It was a great big humongous fucking lake. And then as and then as like Delaware and DC would they pump the water out of it for these uh, nuclear power plants. Yeah. It would they at night they would they'd fill the lake up. Uh-huh. Well, they could be filled with brim. And we would set our pump up, and every time you come back to, to reload it, you had to drag the pump down in the fucking water again. <laughs> it was taking take that much water, so using up that much water all the time. Yeah. They were pulling the water, like, out of the southern kind of mm-hmm. river and shit. Yeah. To fill it. They, they fill it all night long. Yeah. And then as as the day goes on, and they're using the power to, for power plant. Uh-huh. It would, you know, go down. It was weird. Every time you come back, you had to move the pump another 10 feet out to the water again. Right. How did it get replenished? What's that? Well, it emptied out, but then what? You know, like, how does it it fill back up? Yeah. Yeah, and it was, as it was taken down, there was pumps... Coming out of the, the closest river, like like the Susquehanna River. Oh yeah, right. Closest river, filling the pump, filling the lake up. But that's where it happened, huh? Yeah. His leg. Yeah, yeah. Beach, beach, beach bottom. Were you glad you weren't there? Oh, I, I wasn't there. I was working on another job up in Binghamton, New York. Yeah. That we had. That was a army engineer job. Did the machine stop? Um, and just by dumb luck, there was another guy with him, and it, he did stop. It's that belt driven. Yeah, the pump and everything. Yep. And he did stop it, and uh, Steve kicked it out of gear in time. For, but it would have been. It would have sucked him whole. It would have sucked him all the yeah, way in. him all the way in. Oh my God! But Steve got kicked it out of gear. But when it pulled his leg in, yeah, these teeth on that auger. Oh, Jim pulled his leg and he was in there like this. Yeah. And the teeth from that, that auger, like, they were like six inch long teeth. Holy shit. It was like. It went all the way up in the back of the leg. It's like eating a, like a shark. Yeah. 
So he, they had to, had to call a welder in to cut the auger out, to cut a suction out of the auger. He Did he lose his, consciousness? No, he stayed conscious for the whole fucking thing. Because he must have lost a lot of blood. Yeah, oh, he did. He could have still died. He should have. Well, you're glad he didn't. Because mm-hmm. what... How old was he then? Was the 40s? My dad... Yeah, he, my dad died at 49. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. Bone marrow cancer. Right. I didn't get some fucking people in the New York hospital at the hospital I took them to. Uh-huh. We had to go out there every weekend and visit them out there. And that was a drive. I had to take my mom out. How long was he in for the hospital for? Well, not really that long. Okay. As soon as they got him fitted with, with an artificial limb, uh-huh. he got out of there and he... He had to learn to walk, though, right? Yeah, he had to learn to walk, walk on that. Once he learned to walk on that, he... he and he, he used to play, play soccer with, run, drive a truck. He never knew he, he had, didn't have a Never knew he had an arm play. Wow. Joe, he had... It was Velcro. Went around his feet, <laughs> held on. Yeah. He's walking into Somerville Diner one time. Yeah. Fucking Velcro that loose on his leg. Yeah. In the Somerville Diner, there's a circle. Yeah. He'd stand around the steps, and we're sitting in the diner waiting for him. We knew he was going to be there. And I just happened to look out the window, and here Dad put his pants down around his knees, trying to reach out his legs. His legs, <laughs> the Velcro came on down on his fucking leg. He just dropped his fucking drawers right in front of the fucking diner. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't, what are you going to do? You got it. That's all you can do. You know? Yeah, right. And... I was laughing like hell. We left her dad out there with pants down. I mean, otherwise, he'd be hopping along yeah, yeah, yeah. to the bathroom yeah, with, yeah. The, with a leg in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> we did get into a boardroom brawl one time up in New York. Okay. It was uh, me, my dad, two or three guys we got working for us. And they called the cop on us. And on, uh, you know, because there's a bar and brawler but fighting around. Yeah. Cops come in the fucking bar and somebody hit my dad and knocked him out. Oh. Dad wow. laying on the floor and the cop grabbed one arm. Yeah. One of them cop on each arm. One on each leg. Okay. And the cop pulled his fucking leg off. <laughs> <laughs> the cop didn't know shit or go blind. <laughs> We laughed so hard about that. And God dropped, dropped, dropped that leg. And, and that's where the uh, term, you must be pulling my leg. Yeah, you from. <laughs> Not really, but that's funny, yeah. man. You know, <laughs> he used to drive a truck and do everything with that one leg. Yeah. And we, we, we were hydrous eating. We always done full hydrous right next to one another. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a ladder up the back of them. Yeah. And what we did, we pull up next to them and then pull over to the side. Back up so you only had to step across the box. So uh-huh. The hydrous eaters that go from one hydrous eater to the next. Yeah. And he would keep spraying. And then we took the empty hydrous eater back to reload it. Yeah. We had sometimes, we had two and three hydrous eaters on the fucking job.
That was where we made all our money on his, his power line jobs. Yeah. And and that pipeline. It's awesome. I mean, it was good money, too. You had an interesting upbringing, my friend. And my my job was helping load the hydrogeners. They had 40-foot van trailers. Yeah. Had to pull up alongside of, side of the van trailer and throw a lime and fertilizer on top of the hydrogeners, the mulch. Mm-hmm. We used about 15 bags of mulch in each load. Wow. And a ton of fertilizer, a ton of lime in each load. Right. It's like uh, 25 bags of lime or 80 pounds. All bags. mixed up? And it mixes with water, yeah. And the seed, of course. Yeah, and the seed, yeah. Mixed Morning. The lime and fertilizer. Get out of here. Yes, it is. Dang. The lime and fertilizer all gets mixed with water and then you, know, you spray it on. Yeah. On, on the ground. And you, it would grow on the side of a fucking tree if it got moist, a little sun and a little moisture on it. Yeah. Within a week, the fucking grass, grass would be growing, sprouting on the side of a tree and shit. So I'm wondering if somebody were to be coated by it. <laughs> if a yeah, human yeah. were to be coated by it, would he grow grass on him? <laughs> growing your bald head, yeah. <laughs> You keep watering like your, water your lawn. That'd be great. It's just like a weed whacker to mow. Yeah. Just make it thick you enough, you know, pat it on top. <laughs> yeah, part it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> a weed whacker to cut it. Trim your beard. <laughs> or cut your hair. Coffee Kenny. I have Kenny's, you know, on my podcast, I have... Little sound bites of your laugh. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, we did one one power line went from uh, Bingham to New York to Lake Placid. Lake Placid. And all the towers, the big high metal towers. Yep. Steel structure towers. Yep. Wherever people could see dirt in a town or the interstate or something. Yep. Had to be seated. All the way from Bingham to New York to Lake Placid. It's big money, man. It was. Big money jobs. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> He's going to be on my next podcast. We had, like, we had like four crews of guys working. How many? There's always two, two, two crews up in New York and right. two down. Right. In this area. My brother-in-law... Used to run one. And my brother and my sister, they were part of the business. Kenny, you're a good man. Then we got, we got fucked, but we did all seen all bike paths and everything in uh, the park up here. Really? Up by, up by uh, 313. Yeah. What was the name of that one? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know, but, th- but the point is that you you and your dad had some get some great stuff together. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, sadly, he went too soon. F- yes, he did. Yes, um, he was definitely good My dad liked to drink too. But some good stories though. After work, it makes for some good stories though. I think everybody will, who listened to my show will remember the leg story. <laughs> Pull him, cop pull him. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, we were you know, eight, ten, or from daylight to dark, way after dark, done. Yeah. All right, Mr. DeGroot. Until the next time, right? And we had tractor trailers. We used to have <laughs> power bulbs, little bulbs. Yeah. They used to, we used to pick up reefer loads on them, come in at Port Elizabeth. Okay. Newark, New Jersey, up in that area. A whole trailer load of? Trailer loads of flower bulbs. Yeah. We used to, drop, to pick them up there. Take them to our sunset farm. Uh huh. My dad and I, and my brother out too. Right. Once they got their license to drive trucks, but, uh, I used to haul flower bulbs on down the East Coast. Flowers, flower bulbs. I used to haul Easter flowers. They're still growing. Live Easter flowers and stuff like that. Do you know they're still growing? <laughs> yeah. Along the highways, you see all, all the, those bulbs, man. We had, we had uh, three track truck tractors, and uh -huh. I used to drive one. So I got my license, and my dad stuck me in a tractor trailer and sent me at every Hagway store from uh, New Jersey, South Jersey, all the way up to fucking Boston, Massachusetts, I mess. Really? In New England states. Were you selling them stuff? No, they would deliver them. Some salesman from Holland came over. Yeah. And you bought so many cars worth of uh, feeders on with the Hagway. Yep. They gave you uh, so many flower bulbs with your order. Uh-huh. And then um, went to Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, Bristol, Tennessee, all the golf stations. Golf gasoline stations. Yeah. I'm listening. Well, so many dollars worth of gas, they give you a few flower bulbs with you <laughs> for purchase of gas. Really? We used to all come and at least collect them all. Those, well, at least one load a week to, like in Knoxville. Yeah. Nashville, Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Just kind of drive, take me to Michigan. Michigan. Chicago. We've been have, around. We had meat haulers used to cook all meat in, in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. They dropped down to our place. We would transfer loads over into their trailers. They would take them out west. Wow. Iowa, I don't know that way. Yeah, yeah. Man. Like full loads of them. What a varied. You guys did every. Every little thing. Yeah, we did all kinds of anything to make. Anything. My dad said, can't make, make a nickel. He said, I ain't doing it. Right. Well, can't can he? can't make a nickel. I ain't fucking doing it. Of course. So I need to ask your permission. We've been recording you. I've been recording you. And I'm going to put it on Saturday's show, if you don't mind. No, I don't care. And then we'll listen to it together. <laughs> a lot of people don't know Kenny really helped me out when my first son died. I was living here, and uh, I don't know if I asked him. I don't think I did, but he just got me out of here for an hour when they came to get uh, 
my second sons, uh, and they came to get him, you know. I didn't just didn't want to be here, and Kenny drove me around, man, and I'll never forget it. And we, uh, to this day, I take him around wherever he wants to go, we go. Except lately in the morning, I haven't been getting up, so he's pissed at me. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> It's all good, man. Coffee Kenny, baby. Be sure to join us next Saturday. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but just tune the hell in. All right? Thanks. Peace. Yay! This has been a Mark McCarrion production.